All right, everyone, I'm back. Um, very, very interesting news story over the last couple days. And again, again, I'm gonna point to social media and what some of my uh, teacher friends have posted in here in the California area, the great state of California, the, the golden state. Um, you know, I had a teacher friend who posted, you know, F-U-C-K Trump, F-U-C-K Goya Foods, and then F-U-C-K uh, Mas Masvidal, I think that's his name, who's actually fighting tonight, a uh, UFC fighter, and I was like, and I didn't know, I was like, what the heck is this all about? I was like, what did I miss, you know? What has gone on in the news the last couple of days where, where UFC, somebody named Goya, <laughs> and Jorge Masvidal got all connected? Well, so of course, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't respond to these things, I just, but I like to see what they are, and, and once again, I come upon a bunch of irony, a ton of irony. So, really quickly, I, I put in all three names into Google search, just Trump, Goya, Masvidal. And the first thing I come up with is that Masvidal is singing praises about this food company and what they do. And if you know who Jorge Masvidal is, he's, he's a badass. He's a... He's a dude in the octagon that just, he's, he's a badass dude. Um, and he's very outspoken. And uh, I really don't think he gives two you-know-whats about what anyone thinks about him. So, anywho, I was uh, reading about this. Okay, that's interesting. So I look at Goya Foods. Obviously, I know why she's saying F-U-C-K Trump. She hates Trump. I got that. But I look up Goya Foods, and it turns out the CEO of Goya Foods took a phone call from the president or the president's office, I'm not even quite sure, but um, asking him to, I believe it was to, like to speak at this, you know, like some type of Latino outreach or something or or something like that. He praised the phone call and said it was, you know, it's a good, good phone call. It's an honor to take a phone call for the president, yada, yada, yada. So, in response, I start reading the other stories, the hate stories. And I'm like, why do they hate this guy so much? So, uh, a bunch of cancel culture stories, Van Goya Foods, you know, AOC, Andrea Ocasio-Cortez, you know, she's speaking out, they need to ban them. She's from New York, um, from one of the one of the boroughs in New York, and she banned them, you know, there's the, the racist cat calling from the rafters that the guys are racist and stuff and I'm like okay so I look at some of the responses and I start digging into Goya Foods and it turns out Goya Foods I guess they donate like millions of cans a year to poor people and Latino families and um, they have a bunch of different outreach programs for for giving food to the homeless um, Oh, what else was it? I guess during the epidemic, the, you know, well, COVID's still going on, but 
when COVID first happened, you know, they went into neighborhoods, into New York, into the boroughs, and were handing out food and helping people with outreach programs and stuff. And I'm thinking, wow, this is a, a great company. Why would you want to boycott this company? And I mean, for obvious reasons, because he, his, um, his response to having a phone call with Trump was like, oh, it was great. You know, it was exciting. And, and then I watched the, the, the CEO's interview and he said, yeah, you know, in 2012, I took a phone call from Obama, you know, and I thought that phone call was awesome too. He's like, it's a privilege. It's the president of the United States calling you, you know, it's, it's an amazing thing. You know, some people, you know, never go with ever getting a phone call for the president. He's like, I've gotten a phone call from two of them, you know, and he's, he's saying all the right things. He's very, you know, it makes sense. There's nothing, the guy's obviously not a racist, you know, he makes sense. He, he, very caring. It sounds like he really cares about his company, but, you know, unfortunately in the day and time we lived in, he, he stepped into some cancel culture. And for me, I, I hate cancel culture. I think cancel culture is the stupidest thing in the whole world. I, I think it's dumb, you know? And then I, I read some Fox News articles, I read some CNN articles, and I read some other things, and um, they were saying all, they had a list of the people who were, you know, calling to cancel it, and of course, Ocasio-Cortez, and I'm like, I don't believe anything, that, that she is so stupid, she's an idiot. And, you know, she's got issues, and then, uh, what was the other one? Uh, they were making fun of, uh, uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda, uh, he's the, the Hamilton guy. Um, he was calling for, so it. Here's the irony. He stars in a Broadway show about a guy, Alexander Hamilton, who married into a slavery-owning family. Um, they, I don't think they ever really proved if he ever actually owned a slave, but. His in-laws did. I'm pretty sure his wife did. I mean, come on. So, it's just pretty amazing. And and he's even come under fire lately for this. And he's apologized that he didn't go deep enough into Alexander Hamilton's character in his life. They, for lack of a better term, they whitewashed a lot of Alexander Hamilton's uh, life. So, it's just funny that this guy's calling to cancel this guy because he's speaking with a racist and a bigot, yet... Hey, hello. <laughs> you know, by definition from the party that you follow, the Democratic Party, your play is completely racist. Excuse me, not a play. Your Broadway show is completely racist and bigoted and should be canceled immediately. But, you know, as soon as it pops on Disney Plus, it's going to get, you know, 500 billion views or whatever. So I just <laughs> I thought it was really interesting. Um, you know, the irony is this, this, this guy does, this guy and his company, they do so much for communities and there's this narrative and they're so, they're so hell bent on their hatred for one person, the president of the United States, that they want to run this company to ground. And if you look at this company's history, it's amazing how they built this company. It, you know, it's just a, it's a really good story. You know, it's, 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 it's not this current story where, where they just want something given to them. You know, they don't publicize their, their actions and what they do, but it's just a, it's, it's such a cancer culture or sorry, cancel culture. Well, actually cancel culture is cancer. Um, 
Cancel culture is a cancerous disease. It, it helps no one. You want to wish this on someone, then it's just going to end up hurting you. You know? You're going to take one less charitable, really good organization out of the world. Um, luckily, there are several people like Jorge Masvidal who came out and said, you know, he pointed out all the great things this company does, and thank God for him, you know. Um, and there are a few other people, too, who have come out and said it, and that's why his name was attached to it. But it's just amazing. It is so amazing that, that that's how far it goes. It's like hashtag cancel, you know, you know this, uh, this company. And, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's kind of funny. It's ironic. Um, I don't know. I'm just not a fan of cancel culture. I really am not. I'm not a fan of cancel culture. I'm not a fan of doxing people. I think that's ridiculous. Um, I think if information needs to come out about a really horrible person, you know, like very salacious information, I mean, I don't really see a problem with that. And I'm talking about like, hey, you know, this guy's gotten away with this or this woman has had these shady dealings in the past. So those That's different than saying, hey, I took a phone call from the president. It went well. I really enjoyed it. You know, he's well spoken. He was, it was a good conversation. The, the country's, I think he said what really pissed him off was the country's hap, uh, better off to have him or, or, or the country is lucky to have him or something. You know, <laughs> I don't know. But it's just funny. It's, it's cancel culture. It's, it's, again, it's that double standard of, you know, this guy took, you know, calls from the past two presidents. No drama. Same as the Mount Rushmore, you know. President Trump goes to speak to Mount Rushmore. He, he literally, I had to go back and watch the speech again because I was blown away. He made no comment about praising the Confederacy. He didn't praise anything. And, you know, I was watching a woman on CNN and she got on there and she, um, is she the, I think she's, she's someone to be, to, is vying to be vice president with Joe Biden, to run for vice president with Joe Biden, to be his running mate. And she said that he was praising the Confederacy and, and, and hoping the South rises again and all this crap. And I'm like, where, where the fuck was this in the speech? I didn't hear it all. Sure as shit. Sure as day. Went back and, and watched the speech, watched it with subtitles, and didn't see it. So if you know, fucking let me know, because I didn't see it. But, um, you know, I had some teacher friends posting about that, the whole Mount Rushmore thing. And I'm like, don't, don't they know, like, something like six out of the last seven presidents, or eight, I don't even know how, what the, what the, it's over 50% of the last, like, seven or eight presidents have made a speech at Mount Rushmore. Hell, Bernie Sanders did a press event at Mount Rushmore and called it, um, amazing and, a, and a, like a, a, a national treasure. Um, I've seen Obama at Mount Rushmore, you know, like, well, but again, some people get one certain set of criteria and others get judged on another set of criteria. And that's the problem with politics. And that's the problem with the media. And that's why we have to wade through so much bullshit to get the truth. I'm out. That's my rant for tonight. Take it easy.